Today's podcast is brought to you by MeUndies.com. The models in the advertisements seem like they are about to get it on. Maybe if you buy some MeUndies you'll find yourself in a similar situation. Thanks for downloading. Hey, do you want to get out of here? Yeah I don't either. I just thought I'd ask. Alright, thanks for coming back. You're a good friend. Today's episode is called Muhammad Patel Picks on Someone His Own Size. It's a good episode if you're a person that went to high school and you had an experience in high school. You might like it. You might relate to it. It's good. Muhammad's great too. Um, we got some killer chemistry. He's a great guy. It's it's good. Uh, I do. I want to mention from last week, uh, if you remember, if you were listening... There's a band called Yankee Go Home. It was the band that plays the Trap House Party in that episode, and I did some research, and they are still around. They're still playing shows. They have a band camp. They have music up. They don't suck as bad as Zach let on, or maybe they've just gotten a lot better, but they have some original music. It's not, I wouldn't listen to it, but um, they're decent musicians. Check them out just to see what they look like. And they look like a band that would play a Hamilton Trap House party. So, yeah, if you're curious, go take a look. TheAnecdotalExperience.com Alright, let's do it. Muhammad Patel picks on someone his own size. Where you... Like, where you were in your life. Like, backstory. How were you feeling about yourself? Who was old Mo Patel? Old Mo. All right. Um, all right. So, my first story, it was freshman year of high school. I'm 14. Oh, you. this was freshman year? Of high school, yeah. I thought you were a little boy. You thought I was a little boy when I... Uh, yeah, no. I was a... Uh, I was a little, I was, I wasn't a man yet, but like I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're getting there. I was like in between. Like, I don't know. 13, 13 year old me was super awkward. Uh, like I had, you couldn't, there was no telling the difference between my neck and my chin. 14s when I started getting kind of hot, right? Oh, were you fat? I was like, I wasn't like fat. I was like chubby, you know? I like, yeah, yeah. I like chubby parts, you know? Yeah, yeah. you were fat. I was fat too. It's fine. Right, right. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah. I wasn't round, you know. I was just awkward. Fat. Shirt shirt on or off at the pool? I couldn't swim. I don't know how to swim. Oh, that's convenient, isn't it? I mean, I yeah. wish I didn't know how to swim when I was a fat little kid. I mean, I don't know if that's what I know what like I didn't I don't know. I just like I tried to swim, but I would like I would take my shirt off when I tried, but I could not swim for okay. the life of me. Cool. All right. Well, we. Right. Uh, I have a good mental picture of old Mo. Right, right. But this is fourteen-year-old me, so I'm kind of hot now. Okay, you're coming around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Jawbone's starting to come out. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, because like between uh, eighth grade, I started wrestling, and that just cut my weight oh, down yeah. so do much. It, it totally. cut it down so much. So when I started doing when I between the summer of eighth and uh, ninth grade, you know, I started going for walks. I started like working out and Dang. stuff. 
So I like I started being trim, and it kind of revolutionized how I approached dressing. Cause like eighth grade me was just like throwing on clothes. Now I started wearing mm-hmm. skinny jeans. Yeah, and like not the ones, not like what I'm wearing now. It was, it was tight. It looked like spray paint pants. Oh yeah, like you you could see every inch of my cock. Did you did you ever? You're significantly younger than me. Yes. Um, we would wear girls' jeans. I'd buy size nine girls' jeans because skinny jeans weren't a thing. Well, that and they were so much cheaper for girls. I think. Yeah, they were, but that honestly had nothing to do with it. We just you couldn't find them. Right. Um. No, I feel like my parents were already not on board with the skinny jeans. No. Yeah, there was a whole. I. It was weird. There's this weird dichotomy of they always thought I had a girlfriend. Okay. But at the same time, they also thought I was gay. Hmm. Because I wore the skin. That was the only reason they like. And I was so I like started playing football just so my parents would not think I was gay. You know, it was just forced this whole attempt of masculinity onto me. You know. Okay. Yeah. But anyways, fourteen. I started wearing skinny jeans. You look uh, good. Mm-hmm. I, I looked great, man. Mm-hmm. Wearing. Uh, I started. That's when my hoodies came out, man. That's when I started wearing hoodies. Okay. Uh, he started wearing glasses just well that's more out of I realized I needed glasses right but I, I chose the you know I chose the glasses I wear yeah know. yeah yeah so uh, you look good I, thank you man yeah. I appreciate that I don't know I say this a lot but you are a very handsome man you do and I love it every time I know I think half of your set last night was just talking about how pretty I am I, I okay can I say this real quick I don't know I go for it I don't know. I, it's just I I hate handsome men. I, I yeah. I love you because you're yeah. a great person, but Cam Newton. I fucking every time he smiles, that beautiful fucking smile. Yeah. I, I hate him a little bit more. Yeah. I think you don't. Nobody likes a handsome man that knows he's handsome. You're like you 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 uh you uh you're fully aware of your privilege, and it just drives me nuts. Right. Yeah. 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 I have insecurities, if that makes you feel better. Oh, well, I mean, I don't know. I assume I look terrible all the time. But nah, you look good. Oh, thanks, man. I wasn't, like, trying to fish for a compliment or anything. I just, like, in my mind, there's still that little fat 13-year-old kid, you know? Oh, yeah. You got that going on, yeah, I too? I do, I do, yeah, absolutely. You got that. Mm-hmm. All right, anyways, 14. 14, sexy. Sexy. Sexy, sexy. old mo. Okay. So, like... Okay, so in my mind, I'm sexy. I don't know what the girls... They probably think I'm gay, too, because of the skinny jeans. I also got really into art. Okay. Started painting, kept a little scrapbook. Okay. You know. People had a reason to make fun of you. They had absolutely every reason. I was bullied. Um, but the thing is, I'm kind of stupid and oblivious or whatever, so I just thought, like, hey, this is what kids do. Yeah. I'm in the group. Yep. Just getting razzed. Yeah, I feel like that's my adult life now, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's all it's all in love for me. Yeah, man. I, I feel like it's all in love for some people and other people. Just you know. But this was not the case. This was not the case. No, these guys were not fans of me. Okay. You got to tell the story because you told me you got to who who was not a fan of you. All right. So, uh, ninth grade, I got put in a gym class. Right. You have to take gym in ninth grade. And they put all sorts of people in there. Like, I'm in an honors tract in high school, so we're all in our own group. There's, like, jocks who are in, like, college prep. 
And then they throw in a few special education kids, too. Okay. Uh, and, you know, uh, a lot of those people were cool. We had two kids with Down syndrome that were just amazing. Mm-hmm. They were nice. They gave the best hugs. Yeah. They went, um, whenever we had a change in the locker room, they took all their clothes off. Yeah. Big dicks. Big dicks on the Down syndrome kids. For real? Huge. Interesting. Huge. Both. Both of them. The nice guys. The nice guys, yes. And then, okay, but then there was also this other kid from the special education program. Okay. Who was, uh, who was special needs, but you couldn't, like, tell yeah. just by looking. You had to, like, talk to him for, like, 45 seconds, and then you'd figure it yeah. out. Yeah. Kind of asperger I wouldn't say asperger because, like, asperger does not affect uh, intellectual. Okay. Um, this kid was not the brightest. I don't okay. like, you know. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It was just some form of. Yeah, something's a bit off. Something's a bit yeah. off. Um, anyways. What's his dick looking like? I didn't get to see his right. dick. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's too bad. It, it's a real shame. Yep. All right. Well, all right. Tell us more about this kid. Okay. So, I was thrown in that class with. Essentially, what is a pack of sharks, you know? Uh, with uh, the jocks. jocks. Yeah, with the yeah, jocks. Yeah. So they would bully me. Yeah. These were smart jocks, too, right? They were on the football team. You know, they weren't. Oh, I thought these were, like, um, in your honors class with you. No, 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 no. So uh, the point of the gym class is that it has kids from honors, college oh, prep. Oh, it's diverse. It's, it's diverse. Yeah. Okay, So these cool. were just regular old jocks. Yeah, boneheady jocks. Bone-jack- boneheady jocks. You okay. know, they would pick on me for being accused of being gay or wearing my tight pants and you know anyways this kid uh the special needs we'll call him jordan because that's his name okay uh would also join in like i would be changing my clothes and he would come up from behind me and fucking shove me into the lockers okay so was this uh was this boy was he was he part of the jocks? Did the jocks accept him? I feel like, yeah, the jocks did accept him because I feel like jocks have this weird empathy towards people they can relate to. Ooh. Okay. So just kind of like he's a bit more uh, meathead like us, just kind of uh, testosterone. I'm just saying they weren't very smart. It okay. It was just a burn on the jocks. I was just trying to put some... <laughs> Sugar coating on it, uh, to no avail. But they liked him. They liked him, yeah. And then I don't know if it was liked or they put up with. I don't know if you had this in like high school or uh, middle school or whatever. But like the kids with special needs were always treated very well by the popular kids, you know. Just because they were like nice guys. Not not because they were nice guys. It's like they were saving face, right? They would be um, real shitty to, like, nerdy kids and okay. all that. But if somebody has special needs, oh, they can't help it, you know? Interesting. Yeah, I do get that. Which is kind of, which is cool, really. It's cool for them to have some sort of empathy, you know? Yeah, totally. I think that's the worst when people, you know, what I, like, you, I mean, you probably, you're probably smart. They're probably insecure about you being in honors classes and stuff. So they were somehow kind of, like... Could feel better about themselves if they picked on you, but to pick on someone that's just you know just very at like such a huge disadvantage. Right. Yeah. I feel like 
I feel like, yeah, they wouldn't just pick on that kid because, you know, life's kind of picking on that yeah, kid. Yeah, so I'm standing up for the jocks. Um, but, yeah, let's uh, – why didn't they like you, Muhammad? Well, okay. I mean, first of all, you know, I'm clumsy. Okay. Everybody thought it would be real funny while I was walking down the hall with my jumbled mass of papers to knock them out of my hand and watch me trip and fall. Really? To, yeah. You had that classic experience. I All the time. Really? Yeah. They would do that to you? Yeah, they would do wow. that. And um, Wow. Did you, uh, did you have friends? Oh, yeah. I had friends, man. You did? Okay. Would they do that to you and your clique or was it just you? Oh, it was... It was just me just you, know? you there were a couple other kids who got that but not in my friend group no my friend see i'm clumsy i'm but at the same time i'm loud and people know who i am right okay i yep. was a goofy kid i didn't know how to keep my voice down i didn't know easy I, target easy target yeah big target okay so dudes are slapping books out of your hands um are you la are you like Kind of, because you said that you were kind of like, oh, I'm one of the guys. Like, Well, I was very oblivious to it. I just thought that sort of stuff happened. Okay. So I didn't like, it never got me psychologically, you know. It was never like, okay. oh, I'm being bullied. No, right. it was just like, oh, no, this you is what did people do. Ah, you guys. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right. G-shucks. Yep. It was like that. And um, no, I didn't, like, I didn't realize it until, like, some teachers... Uh, we're like, yeah, that's that's bullying, Muhammad. I'm like, oh, you sure? Oh, okay. But you, all right. So, all right, go on. We'll come back to that point. But go on, go on with. And after it's they weird because, like, okay, so I, I didn't mention this earlier either. But uh, freshman year, I got really into my uh, my musical choices, which at the time was punk rock. Oh, uh, what what are we working with? I was putting. I was. Going, I was buying spikes and putting them onto leather jackets, sewing on patches, okay, gelling my hair up to spikes. Okay. So one day, I, for a day, I decided to dye, use that temporary dye to dye my hair purple. Okay. So I feel like I was definitely seeking attention. Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's a thing where, and I think a lot of people experience this. You like you're trying to be yourself. Mm -hmm. And you're really making um, an effort to be like, man, I want to do, I want to wear, I want to have purple hair. I want to look like a member of the casualties. This is who I want to be. And then people see that and they're like, oh man, that guy's actually being the person that he wants to be. And mm -hmm. I'm, I'm not comfortable enough with myself to be that. Let's go make fun of him. Right, and I don't know what was going through my head. It was definitely a phase, right? Because I don't do that now. Yeah, you're figuring yourself out, though. Yeah, yeah, I am. And, like, here's the thing. None of my friends are dressing like that. Okay, it's just you. It is just me. Okay. My mother is crying every day she sees me. Right, because you're going to hell. I'm going to hell. Yeah. My good Muslim boys don't listen to punk rock. Exactly. Uh, so... Oh, what bands are you listening to, by the way? I'm listening to, uh, right around then, I'm probably getting into The Clash. Oh, you're, okay, you're real punk. I'm real punk. Okay, right. cool. Uh, Ramones, Clash, yeah. uh, Casualties, yeah. um, what else, Fugazi, stuff like that. Wow, you know? old dude. Uh, Muhammad is a 20-year-old who listened to Fugazi freshman year of high school. 14, yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, bad Brain, stuff like that, you know? Yeah. And that all, probably all rooted from, like, you know, everybody in middle school loved Blink-182. Yeah. 
all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. At first, I'm like, all right, this is okay, but where is this coming from? Ah, you looked, you went deeper. Right. Okay, so you're like a crusty punk 14-year-old. Crusty punk 14-year-old. Okay. I um, It's not just the looks, too. I'm trying to adapt the personality. Cool, all right. Tell us about that. All right. How um, do you manifest that? I just, I don't know. So I've, you know, Sid Vicious is? Yeah. He had this, uh, he had this way of curling his lip and I figured that out. So yeah. I would just do that at people. Oh no. I would walk around the neighborhood and I would like scare kids. Oh my God. Dude. And there was this whole, there's this whole point in my life where I started reading stuff like, uh, Che Guevara's guerrilla warfare. Yeah. There was, at one point, the only thing that was stopping me from, like, trying to make a Molotov cocktail was, like, oh, wait, no, then they'd think I was that kind of terrorist, you know? Right. You already have one strike. Uh, Muhammad is brown, by the way. From the name Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, yeah, so, like, I wanted... Part of me really wanted to be, like, this revolutionary, kind of, like, a badass socialist. Yeah. No. Yep. Totally. And uh, so that's all going on. Uh, I'm listening to my fucking anarcho-punk shit. Okay. And uh, right, my mother's crying. She's uh, my father's whatever, you know. Yeah. Boys will be boys. Boys will be. It's not quite that. Boys will be crust punks. Boys will be crust punks. (laughs) Uh, You know. Okay. He went through his own his own phase, right? I saw pictures of him when he was young. He had long hair. He had a mustache, wearing bell-bottom jeans. Yeah, he went through his whole thing. Right. So I think he kind of got it or didn't get. He was very upset about the skinny jeans. My father was outrageous. Yeah, it's hard to know that your son's gay. Yeah. Yeah. Finding that out, like he, he, but he never said anything about the leather jackets or the uh, or the hair. Okay, he understood. He just. I don't know if he understood or if he just didn't care, but yeah. he went, he tore up several pairs of my jeans. Interesting, yeah. There's something about that. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's the just fear of, are your parents Muslim? Very, very. Okay, yeah. I could have they're very that. Muslim. So, okay, so you're a walking, like, pinata of, uh, just let's demean this kid. Right. Okay. I am. I want to make fun of you. You. I feel bad that I didn't. Dude, looking go to high back now, yet. I want to fucking make fun of me. Yeah, you know, yeah, like we're doing it now, so it's okay. Like I, I was just trying so hard to make it look like I didn't try at all. It yeah, was yeah. so ridiculous. Oh yeah, we. You still do that. I still do that. Wait, well, how do I do that now? Um, I just every day. I mean, I try to look like I spend a lot of time pretending, trying to like. Even not even with my clothes or anything, but I try to pretend that I'm not as uh, angsty or insecure about things that I am. Yeah, I don't know. I'm pretty open about it now. Yeah, I'm pretty open about my anxiety. Like, let me give you an example, right? Say, uh, all right. So I was into this girl for a while. She would go up to me and say things like, "Hey, how are you doing?" Okay. And the regular thing to say is, you know. Um, is to say like, hey, I'm doing fine. How are you? I love how long you took to think of the regular thing to say. <laughs> You're like, what is the regular thing to say? What are people? You wait. So the regular thing is, hey, how are you? No, yeah, I would say, no, I'm doing fine. How are you? Yeah, that's, good. that's the normal thing yeah, to say. Smooth. I like that. 
what I would say is, well, I'm kind of having a panic attack right now. This is going on and that's going on. Mind you, this girl barely knows who I am. But that's cute. It's cute if I was like, you know. Yeah, I think it's cute. I think you could... How did how did that go for you? Oh, never works out, man. Was she just like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. always like that. And okay. I mean, it's not like it's not like I just do this with girls I like either. I do this with everybody. I'm emotionally exhausting. Yeah, yeah. All right, walking, talking, pinata of just. Yeah, yeah. Let's go back. Let's do that. I like the idea of me being a pinata too, because yeah. I feel like if you crack me open, all it will be is like heroin needles and like loose change. Yeah, good stuff. But, uh, no, these kids are bullying me. Jordan, the uh, the special needs fella, yeah, is yeah, having yeah. his day. Yeah. Every day, either pulling my pants down or up or shoving me. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's bold. Yeah, yeah, well, because, like, he doesn't have the... He doesn't know when to stop, you know? He's kind of... Okay, right, yeah, yeah. He doesn't really have that, uh, that um, like, limiter, that uh, governor... Right, so yeah. he's just going at it. I can't do anything about it, right? Yeah. Where's the gym teacher in all this? Well, he doesn't come into the locker room. Okay, this is all this is happening in the locker room. Locker room, all the physical stuff's happening in the locker room, you know. Okay. The gym teacher himself is a jock, so, you know, when he sees them making fun of me with their voices and their mouths and stuff, he joins in. The gym teacher? Okay, he's, all right, cool. He's a football coach, you know, right, that's yeah. how it is. Yeah, okay. He, he calls me Patel, so everybody calls me Patel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so that's all happening to me. Okay. And last day of school comes around. I've had it with this fucking kid. How how uh like how incessant is this bullying? It's every day. Every day. Every day. But do you have guys like do you have friends in the locker room like backing you up at all? I had all right, I had two friends in that class. Okay. I had this one guy named James. He's a skinny, white, pasty kid. He can't do anything. I think he's off doing emo shit at this time. He's doing the emo track. I'm doing the punk track. Okay. It's going that way. And I had another friend named Alex. She's a girl. She's in a separate locker room. Okay. So it's not like I've got that much support right now, right? So emo kid is in the locker room with you, but he's like, hey, he's like, all right, I can't help you here. Right, but it's not like it's that bad. It's not like I'm having the shit beaten out of me. Yeah. I'm just being teased. Yeah, okay, but you're, okay, but it's wearing on you. It's wearing on me. This is okay. the last day of class. Okay. The kid comes up to me. Yeah. And he's like, and I just look at him and I say, spit it out, radio. Yeah. Which is... It's a good burn it's on a, a handicapped person. <laughs> it's the best way to say it's awful thing to say. Yeah, it's tough, man, because like it's I mean, that's a weird situation. You know, someone they're like they're being mean, but at the same time, you can't you can't pick on those pe those yeah. people. You can't pick on those less. You can't punch down. But I feel like he's been punching up enough that it's like, yeah, no. Yeah, it's worn on you enough where you're like, I'm going to punch down. I'm gonna punch right down. All right, so you punch down. Punch down. Yeah. One of the uh, one of the bigger jockey guys notices. He fucking grabs me by my shirt, fucking pins me up against these lockers, right? Because you called him radio. Because I called the kid radio. Okay. And I feel like if I had done like an other reference that wasn't in a sports movie, he wouldn't even process it. Yeah, 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 but I feel like I said just the right combination of things that this guy's like. That ah. was a that was a burn on the handicap boy. 
And now old Mo's gonna get it. Old Mo's gonna get it. He okay. pins me up. Uh, my buddy James runs to go get the teacher at this point. Okay. Because this is mo- more than anything. Good looking out, James. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. And uh, and he comes in like, hey, what's going on? What's going on here? Mm-hmm. The fucking jock looks at me. His name is I'm not gonna tell his name. <laughs> I'm just imagining like this jock just like beating the piss out of you, and the uh, the teacher's like, what's going on here? What's go-? like trying to make sense of it all, or just pretending to make sense of it all while he's killing you no he's not actually hit me yet he's just grabbed me you okay, know? he's got right. me there yeah. i'm he's got yeah but um he runs and gets the gym teacher he comes in what's going on here? yeah the, he looks he's st- the uh the guy who's got me he stares me down he looks over at the gym teacher and i look over at him and i say nothing man we're just messing around it's cool Last day of class, I don't want to get in trouble. I don't want to get anybody yeah. else in trouble. I feel like that's just going to be worse for me in the long run. Totally. Just be like, we're just messing around. This guy is a buddy of mine, and this is how we have fun. Right, and I like, I knew all these people. I played football for two years. I was never great at it. I uh, was right. uh, They. I was used as practice equipment. Yeah. Is what happened. Yeah. So, you know, we all knew each other. These guys knew me from that. Yeah. And Buddies in a weird way. But he's in a weird way, you know. Yeah. I just stepped my, overstepped my bounds a little bit, I think. In okay. his mind. Then what, uh, whatever, whatever came of that? Well, I mean, it was the last day of class. They went off, they went, all went off to the, like, you know, woodworking classes and right. pleb shit. All right. That's very pretentious. And then, and then they had all summer to cool down. All, this was the uh, this was the first semester. You know, they had winter break, and you know, literally they can cool down. Oh, first semester. Okay. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, then yeah. Um, Jordan goes back off to special ed land or whatever. Okay. And you know, I go back to my classes. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm really pretentious saying, "Oh, I was in honors classes." I feel like I need to explain that for a second. Is that all right with you? Yeah, go for it. All right. So, uh, fifth grade. They have us take this thing called the Iowa test. It's a aptitude test, intelligence test. Yeah. Uh, I take it. One day they pull me aside saying, Muhammad, we need to start putting you in This these. isn't in Iowa. This is in Ohio. That's weird. It's just called the Iowa test. Hmm. Okay. So they uh, they pull me aside and they say, Mom, we're going to put you in these classes. And I get put in those classes. At the end of, this, uh, end of the year, every year, they hand out these slips that tell you why you're in these classes. So I look at my buddy that says advanced uh, ability in science, advanced ability in math, advanced okay. ability in social studies. Look down at mine. It says it only says creative thinking. Mm. So that's the only reason I'm in these classes. Okay. So it's not like I'm some sort of genius. You're just a very creative boy. I, I don't want to say that either. It's just like. You already did. It's what the paper said, right? I didn't oh, say it. Oh, it's just. It's what I, the. This uh, I took a test that said I was a genius. I don't think of myself as a genius, but it, apparently I am. Hmm. Well, it didn't say it was. A, I was a genius because then it would have also had all those things listed. Yeah, that's true. It's like you didn't really come up with the right answer, but we liked the way you took to get yeah. there. You know? a, it was a good brag. Right. Actually, uh, when I took that test, I thought it was so hard. I cried and like my tears were on that paper. Okay. There standardized you go. testing. So now, maybe now we're back on your side. We don't think you're pretentious anymore. Okay, I hope so. You've deprecated yourself enough that we're like we're on your team. I would love to think that the tears actually butchered how they the scanner worked for the test, and that's why I got put in those classes. Yeah, let's go with that. All right, that's the truth now. Yeah, I don't know. 
this is a weird spot. Where were we? Uh, all right. Class ended. We, uh, you know. Oh, you were justifying your uh, pretentiousness. Right. I was justifying that. I'm like, ah, oh, I'm going off to these classes to be with my smart friends. Okay. And I wanted to know, um, I wanted to know with, uh, what was the boy's name? It was Jordan. Jordan. Yeah. Okay. Was he, after that, was he like, whoa, Muhammad stood up for himself. I'm going to leave him alone. Did he respect you after that? Or was it? I don't think he processed the insult. Oh, it just didn't. It all kind of. Okay. Right. It just all kind of blurred out. Head, this yeah. whole, this, it doesn't have a great ending, this story. It just sort of fizzles out, you know? Right. Everyone cools down. Everyone goes home for Christmas. Right. I mean, I'm still bullied throughout high school. You still are. Right. But, like, the way the high school is set up, I, I spend most of my time with the kids I'm in classes with, so it's not as apparent, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I'm still this goofy guy, so my friends you know also burn me and it's like okay what about um i think we can yeah i want to talk more about like high school bullying and what that looks the later years in high school um but i do want to go back to you mentioned that your teachers told you that you were being bullied and i think that happens a lot with people i think and i this is what i really drives me nuts people tell people like, hey, you're a victim. And meanwhile, you're like, I'm not a victim. These guys are my buddies. And they're like, no, they don't like you. They're they're demeaning you. You're being bullied. They convince you that you're a victim. Right. Did you feel that way? I kind of felt that way a lot, man. This happened all the time. This one be- before, uh, before high school, even middle school, elementary school. Uh, all my teachers thought I was this good kid who was just being led down this wrong, this bad path, right? Because I was hanging out with kids that, like, lived in my neighborhood who might have not been the best influence, you know? Like, okay. I remember I got a detention uh, for something another kid did. He also got an attention, uh, detention. I got the detention for just hanging out with that kid. Yeah, guilt by association. Guilt man. by association. Yeah. And, like, the teacher actually, like, my mom asked her about that, and she's like, I think Muhammad should be hanging out with better children. You know, he's got a lot of potential. Okay. Were these the kids making fun of you? No, these were just other kids. This was elementary school, so these were just kids that, you know, I haven't really met since then. Okay. I always I always kind of wanted to hang out with the kids that were up to no good, you know? Yeah. These weren't the jocks. These weren't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are like kids that, you know, yeah, would eventually go on Didn't to steal things. Yeah, yeah and okay, do that. Okay, so are you saying people wanted to back to um, back to people telling you you're a victim? Right. I'm all right. Um, I'm wondering, like, at what point did your mindset change? Of um, I'm being picked on. And versus I'm being razzed by my buddies who love me. I think there was a point. I think there was a point when I like started to really identify who my friend group was. Okay. And it was these, it wasn't these people who were just razzing me every day. It was these people like who would help me out. There would be, I had a lot of great friends in high school, right? Yeah. Yeah. I had friends who would, uh, if I needed to walk home, they would walk home with me. Okay. There was this girl um, who would drive me to school every day just because my parents couldn't do it. We didn't have buses in my district. 
Okay, yeah. There's uh, I had friends like that, man, and I had um. You know, I didn't have, I couldn't afford to eat lunch every day. So there's friends who would lend me food and stuff like that. Yeah, like people, people that were actually looking out for you, and then there were people that were just making fun of you all the time. Right. Okay. But I, I still didn't really, really process that as bullying. I just stopped spending time around those people. Right. It's now that I'm out of the whole thing, and I look back, I'm like, ah, I guess I was kind of bullied. I guess. Okay. Because I know, I was like. Yeah, I don't know. I was never really... I was a bully at one point in time. Right. Um, I did... I probably did uh, knock some books out of hands. Um, but it was just out of, like, raging insecurity. Right. I, I don't know if I ever had that... Like, I had my own insecurities, but I don't think it was ever in who I am as a person. It was over... I guess it is always about who you are as a person... But my insecurities were more like, all right, what's, am I all mentally there? Do these kids have it better than I do? It's all like, it's all spite ridden. It's not like. Yeah, explain, explain that. So my, my parents worked at Burger King. Okay. Most of my child, like growing, most of growing up. Both of them did? Both of them did. Okay. Uh, we lived in a very wealthy neighborhood. All these kids got the nicest things. Yeah. So part of me was just lashing out at like, why do they get to do this every weekend? Why do they get to wear the nice clothes? You okay. Know? What? Like, I would have to lie to my friends and say my parents wouldn't let me do something just because I couldn't afford to go to the movies every week or something like that. Mm, interesting. Okay. So there's a lot of there's a lot of insecurity there. Yeah, I think if you're in a weird financial place, you don't worry so much about your insecurities as you do just you know getting food, getting right. And do you do you resent people at that time? Did you resent people that had more than you? Oh, totally. I still resent so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am fueled by spite. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone, dude. It's all always there. Um, it's what gets me up in the morning, man. But yeah, I mean, like it was um it was interesting. What were we talking about right before I got into the spite storm? Um, yeah, I just wanted to know. Jeez, man. I don't even know. Right. I think I, I wanted to know. We can just segue right into. I want to know what the later years of high school, what bullying looks like for you. Because I can tell you, I'll I'll tell my experience, but... I want you to tell, like, you said you were bullied even in your later years. I feel like when you get into your senior year, I feel like more than anything, I think in high school, you just kind of get left out if you are not, if you aren't cool, people just kind of leave you alone. Right. So I don't know if I was bullied into my later years of high school. You know, I was, um, I had developed a friend group at that point. You know, I had all but like, excluded myself from all these people that had this negative influence on me, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, uh, but I did at the same time see kids that were getting bullied and I felt like I should be a champion for these kids, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so, um, another thing that happened earlier in high school that I think speaks towards my mindset at the time, right? Mm -hmm. uh, Cyberbullying was just starting to be a thing. Everybody was getting Facebook. Man, you're so young. Thank so you. Ah, I mean, all right. Anyways, 20 years old. 
20 years old. There you go. Keep going. Keep going. All right. I was, uh, the, somebody had decided to, I had this friend. He was really obnoxious. He, very obnoxious, very rude. But a friend nonetheless. A friend of mine, yes. Okay. People would, he was on the same boat. He was clumsy. He was obnoxious. He was loud. Okay. He, he did it much to a much higher extent than I ever did. Okay. So people ha- hated him. So much so, they made a Facebook group called We Hate So-and-So. Oh, wow. And that crushed this kid. That's so mean. That is... That is... um, That's cyberbullying. I never really understood cyberbullying. It just kind of was a joke to me when I heard it. But that's a very high-tech way to make someone feel like garbage. Right. And he... Did feel like garbage, Ow. and I felt like the only thing I can do is try to fan out the flames. So I just made another Facebook group called "We Love His Name." Good for you. I, well, I, I don't know. Is is weird. I just felt like you know you can't just shit on this person and let him. This is this is how people fucking kill themselves, man. You know, dude. How did that? Is he still alive today? He's alive today. Yeah. Oh, thank God, man. Right. His uh, his mom started sending me a Christmas card, stuff like that. You know. She should. She's a good woman. I mean, I you don't know. Saved her son's life. I d- don't put that on me, man. Too bad. All right. You got it. Ah, uh, thanks, man. I appreciate it. But yeah, he's um, because he's not he's not a bad kid. He's not. He's not hurting anybody. He's just a little annoying, you know? And yeah, you can't. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Just that, like, we don't. Yeah, there's something about him where they're, like, a good person, but they're like, man, I hate you. Right. I mean, he's um he's annoying. He's belligerent. Like, uh, all right. We were in this home at class to, uh, together. Mm-hmm. I remember he said something to this girl, and she's like, ah, when my dad comes out, uh, gets back from jail, he's going to fucking murder you. And then he just looks back at her and says, yay, more jail time. Nice. Great. Burn. Right. Wow. But do you understand how that all the time can rub a lot of people the wrong way? Yeah. That's, I mean, it's it's uh, super mean to say to a girl whose dad is in jail. Yeah, but that's like just, reality. She just threatened his fucking life. Yeah, I know. I know. It's not. It wasn't cool for her, but at the same time, she was kidding, and but he was as well. But that joke hurts. Yeah, man. He was just uh, like it was a home at class. We had these like babies they would send home with people. You know those? Oh, I've seen this. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> the teacher also had uh, a model crack baby. Mm, are you joking? No. I feel like no, you no, made no, no, this no. up. No, she had a model crack baby. What's that look like? It's like a skinny, very malnourished baby that does not stop crying. No way. Did, like, one random person get the crack baby? She never sent the crack baby home with somebody. She took it in class <sighs> and passed it around. And, you know, we were, like, just trying to see what it's like to have a crack baby. Oh, my gosh. So she's handing it around. It gets to this kid, and it's crying in his hands, and he doesn't know what to do. So he just starts shaking the crack baby. Okay. So, okay. No, I know the type of kid. You, do you understand the type of kid? I do. So you stand up for him. I stand up How for him. How does that work out for you, making this Facebook group? I don't know. People, like, get behind it, and the other one gets, um, 
his parents like me now, and you know, okay, the kid who made the other group got in a lot of trouble. I think that kid got suspended. Oh man, can I tell a story? Yeah, you can tell a story, man. You you were talking about being bullied and also bullying, so I want to hear your perspective on all of this. Um, okay, there's a story. All uh, there was a guy in uh. He didn't go to my high school. I went to like a small Christian high school, and there was like a large public high school. But I knew a lot of people there. Um, he made when he was like a freshman or something. He made a Facebook group or some some sort of some, it was a Facebook group. I know that it might have been, it might have been MySpace by that at that point. I think yeah, it might have been. It was around that time, but it was like. How old are you? How much older than you or me? I'm 26. You're 26. I, yeah. Yeah, this is my, that's got to be before Facebook. It might have been. Might Yeah, but anyway, he, the name of it is called Being the Smartest Kid at Wawasee is like being the smartest kid with Down syndrome. Wawasee was the one of the rival, rival high schools. Okay. Right. Um, he made this when he was a, it's funny I'm talking about this, but no one listens to this podcast, that's so fine. But he made this when he was a, like, freshman, okay? Right. Just being dumb. You would have made that. I would have made that. Dude, it's like, it's like, it's like the joke you hear all the time. You yeah. Know? It's like, uh, being the coach of the Cleveland Browns is like being the driver of the short bus. It's yeah. Like you hear that joke. Right. You're like, just really trying to be funny. And right. like, looking at stuff that has made people laugh before and recreating it. So he's a freshman, okay? He's a kid. He makes this later in, like, he's applying for scholarships and stuff. He's a smart kid. Like, this is, like, you'd resent this kid. Um, he's a like, nice-looking guy, good grades, athlete. He's applying for scholarships. He's getting scholarships. This Facebook group somehow resurfaces. He loses tons of scholarship money because of it because he created this facebook group isn't that insane that's bizarre man yeah but that's so it's similar i mean i mean i imagine if the kid maybe the maybe the kid that made that group was a total low life but yeah wait who was in the group or he started the group he it says like group admin oh I'm not going to say his name. I don't want to bleep this out. But it's like group admin. Bop, bop. Right. So he's um, he started the group, and that's why. His name he... is all over it. Okay. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. Yeah that's, yeah, that's bizarre, man. Yeah. The thing that just fucking. Yeah. Potentially robbed that kid $20,000 or something. Yeah. I mean, he did. He's doing it right now. But, but isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I um, I don't know. We're talking about bullying. I think I was, I got written up for bullying once. Oh, okay. So what's that? This kid was my friend. Okay. He said something to me once that I didn't like. So I grabbed his hat. I said, fuck your hat. And then I threw it to the ground and he told his parents. And then I got written up for bullying. Yeah, that's inadvertent. That's just, yeah, whatever. Just right. like screwing around and then somebody takes it too seriously. But apparently that got put on my permanent record, man. What? You're like school record or something? Right. Nobody got cares. put on my Yeah. Whatever. Well, it's the same shit as that Facebook group, I think. Whatever. You're in college. You already have your scholarship money. It's all good, man. Yeah, yeah. We'll cut this part out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is stupid. Yeah. Okay, cool. We will. Because people listen to this. <laughs> um, Yeah. 
I think uh, I had a more. Didn't I? Didn't I say I was going to say something about? Yeah, you were bullying? talking about being bullied or bullying or something along those lines. Yeah, I think uh, a thing I noticed later in high school, because like yeah, when I was in eighth grade, I did. I remember like being mean to a kid and then like feeling really bad about it. But then I felt like later in high school, um, it was more. It was about seeing people that were not really getting much attention or maybe were being made fun of or something and not ignoring them. Because I feel like when you're in a senior in high school, you're in your own world, mm-hmm. you're hot stuff. You don't like, you're, you don't need to make fun of people. Right. So it's really almost your duty as a upperclassman to find kids that may or like may be either just like nobody cares nobody pays attention to these kids or maybe they're being made fun of so i think the the idea of like when i was in high school like bullying later became just ignoring kids that needed some sort of connection with another human being right um yeah there was a lot of that i saw a lot of that in high school there was this in my Latin class, we had this guy named Tim. Mm-hmm. He was um, actually we had a lot of this. There was a lot of kids with what you would call, I think, what is very identifiable as autism. Yeah. Because I don't think in school they ever teach you that autism is a thing. You know, there's with Aspergers, right? Like, yeah. They seem normal. You know, they just have some crazy yep. ticks, right? Yep. So um, a lot of those kids were bullied because nobody knew they were special because they were in the normal classes. They were, you know, doing right. the regular thing. Yeah. So there was a lot of bullying about that. There was this guy named Edmund who swore every day that Obama was the Antichrist. Okay. And kids would just uh, go up to him and say, hail Obama, and he would lose his shit. Right. Or uh, just stuff like that. And then there was this other guy in my Latin class, Tim. He is very particular about the way his desk was set up in the class. Yeah. So people would go and sit in his seat until Tim lost it, you know? Dude, isn't that... That's funny. I don't want to just high, like, um, uh, hijack your story, but th- I we did that. Right. We, we did that to a kid that was... He had some sort of something, didn't talk much. He was in our normal classes. But we, like, I didn't do it, but I had, like, the buddies, my buddies were instigators. Right. He, we hugged him one time. Okay, we were just, like, it was, like, we were trying to connect with him and really make him feel good. Be like, dude, we're hugging you, or we're, like, we're messing with you, or we're paying attention to you. Are you? But are you doing facetiously, like, come here, I'm gonna hug you? <sighs> like, a little, of, like, both, really. It was just kind of, like, jump, like... This kid's name was John, and we were like, "What? You're, you know, it we it would have been very, very easy to ignore him because he didn't speak because he spoke weird. He had a very you have like a lisp or a... very breathy. He just had a hard time. I don't know some can sort you, of can like you do an impression. I would like to hear an impression. Oh man, I could do. There is an impression that we do. Right, it's do like it. our d- impression. Are you gonna bleep his name out? I am. Thanks for reminding me. I certainly am, and I'm not gonna do the impression of it. No, I'll do I wa- it later. Do the impression. I wa- do it on the mic. It'll be fun. It feels too bad. I'll do it later. I All really right. will. But the point is, he spoke weird, and he was ignored a lot. 
So we're like, let's go like hug him, okay? So we were like, let's hug him. It'll be funny. It'll be good. We can include him and stuff because he's very easily ignored. So we go and like hug him. He flips out, all right? Loses his spit, all right? He like screams at us. We've never, this is a guy that does not talk. And he is screaming at us, swinging his fists. And we're all just looking at each other like when he runs away and like the guy, my buddy, the ringleader is like, we're just laughing because we are like, we're, it's, it's bizarre because we've, ne- we've hardly heard this guy talk. Now he's screaming, throwing his fists at us. But then after that, it became a thing where like people would hug him and he would lose it. Right, I feel like that's pretty fucked up, man. It is. I don't... It, it really was. Because, like, was... in high school, they never... Like, you you knew not to mess with the kids who were in the special needs classes because they were in the special needs classes. Yeah. But nobody ever told you about these other kids that are also, like, just there with you. Because nobody tells you what what Asperger's is or what, right. like, or what OCD or any of these right. other things are. They just tell you, you know, don't mess with those kids. Yeah. They're... They can't help it. They don't tell you that these other people are also... Because part of it is nobody wants to talk about it. Yeah. You just kind of... But, yeah, that's the thing, I guess. What do you think of this? There's, like... Is it better to just leave this kid... I don't want to believe his name again, but... Is it better to leave him alone and kind of ignore him? Or include him and stuff at the risk that he becomes... Like, this weird novelty punching bag. I think there's different ways to do it, right? So, like, there's ways to include people that are different than you. Maybe not try to hug him. Did you apologize to him? That's a good question. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, it was a while ago. But anyways, like, um, right, this kid, Tim, uh, that was in my Latin class. Yeah. One thing we did uh, to make sure, one thing our Latin teacher did to make sure, it really calmed down when he was doing a puzzle. So she would always have a puzzle on her desk. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then people would, like, try to help him with his puzzle. And that's that was his way of, you know, yeah, interacting with people. And it was good. Okay. Um, it, okay. Yeah, man. But it's boys. Boys are... It's, it's like, boys aren't... Did boys, like, do the puzzle with him? I did the puzzle with him. Yeah. But I'm kind of, you know, I'm... We're like femmy boys, man. I, we don't really count. We're like empathetic, nice boys. But when you get, like, bro-y boys, like, typical guys, there's this kind of, like, let's just have a good time, and maybe we hurt people. Well, the good thing about my Latin teacher was she would tell them to stop. That's you know? good, yeah. She would... She was an authority, you know, saying, don't do this or don't do that. Okay. Which is what you need at that point. You know, if you don't know any better, somebody needs to tell you. Yeah, they do. They need to be, yeah, they need to say, you guys are dumb kids. Yeah. You need to stop. Right. Because you're going to regret this when you're like 35 and feel terrible about picking on this, like, I don't know. A handicapped person. Yeah, man. You never see kids pushing the guy with a wheelchair down the hall. No. I mean, that's a... They sh- I mean, down the stairs. Down the stairs, right. Yeah. I mean, like, 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 like just giving a 
fast shove. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got you. It just sounded like <laughs> he just was like, well, maybe he needed to go down there. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you're totally right. And then, um, yeah. Do you? Okay. Do you? Uh, do you have anything? I kind of want to move on to the other story. Right. But right, do you right. have anything? else you would like to say about high school or about bullying or your own experience being poor or whatever i don't know i feel like if you come from that sort of background you can relate more with these people it just builds you've heard people call me autistic or a robot or an alien or all that it's usually you it's not usually me you know it happens sure Okay, maybe it's just in my head. Yeah, I think it Maybe is. I'm fucking crazy. All right. Maybe. You didn't notice that, but uh, Joey definitely gave me a look. Uh, you know, post the, post that picture of that look on the website. Okay. Do you have a website yet? I do. Fuck yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so people call you a robot. And, uh, well, it's more an alien. Okay. More of an alien type deal. Uh, you, you're gonna have to ask the guys. They do a much better job of telling this. Uh, it's a bit. They do a bit. Okay. Yeah. So. So, but all of that. I mean, obviously, I'm not any of those things. Obviously. Yeah. So it's like you know. That's been happening to me since I was a kid. You know, always, never really fitting in, coming to America. Yeah. Being different to them but then adapting to American culture and then being different to your parents yeah so you don't fit in anywhere so you just sort of sympathize with everybody you know yeah yeah you that is the thing I think if you feel like you don't fit in you can see everybody's perspective yeah I think ultimately if you've been hurt before you can recognize hurt a lot better right you're like oh that guy is in pain yeah. It sucks to be that guy right now. Yeah. Because I've felt like that guy feels right now. Right. And it's just like, I think it's just people need to have more. I think people need to go through more shit. People yeah. just need, people have their good luck. Fuck people. I, go, keep going. All right. Like, look, I'm in college right now, right? Yeah. And uh, I feel like there's just this whole mentality of college students, like, this is the best time of my life. I'm having a good time out here in my life in yeah. college town. I get that. And I just want to fucking say no. There, There is a fucking starving person right down the street from you. Yeah, like you're not really aware of... Uh, yeah. yeah some, uh, Muhammad is someone's emergency contact, and they're calling. So we'll be right back. Um, so everything's fine, um, aside from everyone in Muhammad's family is on fire, but it's taken care of, extinguished. It's, uh, it's, um, you know, it was a good fire. Yeah. It did the, it did its duty as a fire. Thank God they got you on the phone. They got me on the phone and I was like, if there's a fire, you should put it out. That's, that's my only advice. Yeah. Maybe, uh. You know, we have an extinguisher. That's, yeah, that's right. I said, if you say a word wrong, I said, uh, during Kyle Jeffers' episode, I believe I said statue of limitations. (laughs) And I think 
instead, I always mess this up. I, I, instead of saying conscious, I say conscience. Cause I, there's something there where I can't do the right word. So don't feel bad. My brother will make fun of you. He'll make fun of me and screw you, Johnny. Is he the only one who listens to this? No, there's other people. I mean, I listen to it. But you do. Yeah. Um, do you have like non-comic listeners? Yeah. How do you get those? Just be really good. Do you, do you advertise this? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I do. Um, we'll talk about Facebook advertising in my Facebook advertising podcast. I, we'll get there. We'll get there. But I do want to, uh, I do, well, like, on the topic of bullying. Right. I want to bring this up real quick. And I thought about it while you were talking. And I think you, we, we, like, we raz you as a comedian more than we raz anyone else as a comedian yeah like i'm a big razzer but like i feel like most of our relationship like when i see you is me just kind of like looking you over to find something to pick on you about right i didn't notice that but oh yeah totally man i and it's funny because it's like it's how i show you that's my way of saying muhammad you're all right with me right that's what comics do man it's like yeah. It's like if we like you, we're going to burn you. I'm just not very good at burning people. Yeah, you're all but you're like you do you like you hang and you you dish back. And that's our way of saying it's I think it's our way of saying I love you. Right, right. Yeah, like uh I don't know who's telling I think Blake was telling me this. He's like, "Yeah, man, no, that's how we tell you we like you. If we didn't like you, we just would not talk to you." Exactly. That's the thing. It's because there's people where I'm like, they'll come to mics and stuff, and I'm like, I don't really know them. I don't really, maybe I don't necessarily get along with them, and I just don't talk to them. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to, like, make fun of them. And it's funny, that does, I don't know about you, but that transfers over into my personal life is um, people I love, I I pick on. Right, I do that, too. I, uh, I razz people in real life. Yeah. I, um... I don't know, I'm kind of a dick. Yeah. Right, I'm just very good at, like, uh, you know, just yeah. being like, ah, what are you doing? That's dumb. Okay. Right. Oh, I think it's a good way to show people, like, I'm comfortable with you enough. Mm-hmm. We have this kind of relationship. Right, but I think it's it's different when you do that with friends, I think. Yeah, but that's that's my way of saying, look, man, we've transcended from acquaintances to friendship. When I can make fun of something about you. Right. And sometimes I'll do that with people where I'm like, I'll call them out for something to be like, hey man, you've transcended the level. And they're like, hey, why are you making fun of me? That was hurtful. Right, I don't know. I feel like people start making fun of me real quick after meeting me. So maybe that just means, you know, I warm up to people real quickly. I, you're saying that as a joke, but I actually think that's very true. Explain. I think that, I think when, if you have, people have that reaction to you, mm-hmm. to kind of like buddy, like jab you, mm-hmm. that means that you have like a likable personality. I wouldn't say that, but I mean, I've got a personality people feel like doesn't interrupt their life too much, you know? I feel like it's like, all right, Muhammad's there. Um, he's not really hurting anybody. He's doing something I think I can make fun of. 
and I don't hate him, so we'll do it, you know? Yeah, I see what you're saying. That's not the case for me, though. I'll just right. tell you that. I can't speak for all the people that are in your life, Uh huh. but that's me. So, I'm done with that story. Second story. I want to hear, guys, this story is gross. If you got kids in the car, throw your gosh dang children out of the car. Because Muhammad is going to tell... Wait, there's no sex in the story, is there? Yeah, that's that's kind of the basis of the story, is that there's no sex. Get those kids back in the car, because there's no sex in this story. There's, uh... There is bodily fluid. We'll get to that. There's, uh... Yeah, that's fine. There's leaking. Um, Alright, so where are you? What's going on in your life? How old are you? I am, I think... 18 going on 19 somewhere around there it's a good age i have started comedy i have uh started my show that i used to have on the college campus that i don't know the stage of right now plug your old show plug your show that doesn't exist anymore it might still exist that's the thing okay well i'll be doing it yeah if my show exists joey bertoff will be on it all right uh it is it is the Catskeller Comedy Showcase, a.k.a. Comedy Night at Catskeller, hosted by Maham Patel, uh, in the Catskeller, underneath TUC, on UC's campus. Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Or international. Ohio. People forget. People forget. Cincinnati. Okay, so... Book your you, flights. Okay. Book them early. They don't even know when the date is. Okay, so you're. This was like last year, people. Um, so you're doing comedy. This was like a year ago, maybe a year and a half ago. Okay, maybe we'll two keep... years. Maybe two years. All right. So Muhammad is pretty much the way he is now. Go. God, I hate that I have to share this story with everybody in the world. Um, we already know. You know, but all right. So I, at this point, I had started an open mic. At this place, uh, at this coffee coffee shop slash bar, and this was the only day that open mic happened. It was canceled immediately after that day. Uh, anyways, I'm hosting the mic. There's this cute girl there. Go up to her and I say, "Hey, you enjoying the comedy?" Which is let's talk about the uh, gumption you had to get to talk to a girl. Dude, I just talk to girls all the time. What are you talking about? You flirt. What? You flirt? No, no. I treat them very much the same as I treat men. Okay. I do not know what flirting is. Okay. I uh, I just talk to women because it's, I don't know. I don't like flirt. It's That's just, your game. It's no game. Maybe I'm hitting on you. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm just bored. It's mostly, yeah, I think that's it. Okay. But I don't think I get that across. But anyways, I, um, I, I start talking to her. I give her my number, right? Uh, she... Or she gives me her number. I don't know exactly how it happens. Yeah. Later that day, after I've left, I get a text message saying, "Hey, I think I might be too old for you, but I think you're very handsome and funny." Okay. So I I, I don't know what to do with that. I I ask Ian. He's like, I don't know what that means, man. Ian McDavid. He'll be in on Thursday. He'll be here. Yeah, he'll be coming up. Uh, he told us bit about this on stage for a while, so I hope I'm not intruding on his bit. That's my life story. You're fine. All right, but anyways, uh, 
we do that and then I say all right well I've got the show that I host coming up you should come to that okay and she comes and it's great you know I do all right okay there's like seven people in the crowd okay uh, but anyways, after the show, she's like, hey, I just moved into this new place. It is amazing. You should come check it out. Uh, and there's a heavy implication, like, hey, I'm going ho- you're coming home with me. Is that oh, cool? Oh, wow. How do you feel at this point? Okay, well, I am uh, I'm nervous. Okay. Uh, my mother is, uh, we've talked about it. She's religious. When mm-hmm. I was... Uh, Super hot. My mom? Yeah. Have you seen my mom? In case she hears this, my mother is very attractive. Uh, I love my mother. Uh, I'm a good boy, mom. And now tell us, all right, tell us the story where you didn't have sex. Wow. Okay. Well, yeah, I did not have sex, but okay. um, we go home with her. Uh, I go home with her. She sits me down at the stool. She's like, you wait here while I freshen up. And, um... Pretty much everything's going through my head right now. My mother, when I was when I was a kid, oh, when I was a kid, when I was 12 years old, I uh, my buddy came up to me one day and said, "Hey man, you've got to try this new thing out. You're gonna love it." And then he went on to describe masturbation to me. Mm-hmm. So he did that, and I come home uh, after school one day. I give it a try. Yeah. Uh, What'd you now think? I, what? What'd you think? Well, let me explain. I didn't really know what this was. I didn't know it was sexual. I didn't know I was supposed to, you know, finish okay. the way you finish. I had Blink-182 playing. Okay. Okay, so, um, no, 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 no. Motion City soundtrack. Man, you're young. All right. You masturbated to Motion City soundtrack for the first time. Yes, that was what happened. It's crazy. Um, nothing sexual about this at all to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking. I'm not watching porn. I'm not thinking anything sexual. I'm just exploring my body. Okay. I hear a knock on my door, and then I hear my parents unlock my door, come in. Uh, my mom starts laughing right away. Starts laughing. My dad just goes, "He's going to Pakistan. He's going to Pakistan tomorrow." And then my mom stops laughing, gets serious, says, "Hey, we're going for a drive." Mm-hmm. Cause that's what she would do when she needed to talk to me. We would go for drives, uh, and she would just pontificate on me. Okay. Uh, at a car ride, she's just going like, "You're gonna go to hell. You're gonna your flesh is gonna burn. Your bones are gonna burn. Mm-hmm. Your ch- if you have sex before marriage, your children will be the spawn of Satan." Yeah. Mind you, I did not know this was sexual. Right. So I'm just sort of confused, but I'm not along. Yeah. I don't want to argue. I don't want to be in any more trouble. Right. So while I'm sitting there on that stool, that entire, all of that is going through my head. Okay. Hey, you're going to burn in hell. Your children will be the spawn of Satan. Oh, we're back in the cat's color. We're, no, we're back at her place. Oh, got it. Okay. Sitting on that stool. Okay. Uh, she puts a hand, uh, she comes back, puts one hand on me. How much older is she than you? S- several years. Like 23 something? 27. Oh, okay. Twenty. That's important. That's like an important detail, man. I also told her I was uh, older than I was. I told her I was like 23. Okay. So it's not like, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, uh, um, right. She puts one hand on me. Okay. I fall back. I hit my head. Why did you fall back? Because all that stuff is going through my head. So I'm kind of out of it. You're that overwhelmed? 
have you, I've got a lot of anxiety, man. Okay. All right. So you get so overwhelmed that you fall back and hit your head. Hit my head. Yes. Okay. Wake up the next morning uh, in her bed. Okay. Uh, covered in piss. Like, Is she in the bed with you? She was besides me. Yes. Okay. She never talked about the fact that my nether reasons were just... I think it might... I personally think it might have been sweat. Because I was wearing pants in bed. It okay. could have been sweat. But it was very wet. Yeah. I Dude, I feel like there's a very obvious answer. Whether it was pee or sweat. I, I feel like you can't be like... if I feel like if you piss yourself, nobody's ever been like, maybe I, maybe this is sweat. The answer is yes or no. Is what I'm saying. It was. It was. You know. I don't. It. It was. It was. It was. Uh, it was piss. All right. Thank you. So. All right. You're covered in piss. This girl is still asleep. Right. But I. I've done a good job in keeping it in my little section of the bed. But that. And I'm sleeping. Right. And I'm sleeping on my back, so it's just all over my pants. Really, a little bit of it gets on the bed. But it's mostly just on me. You can, at this point, you can escape without her knowing. She drove me there. Okay. So, but anyways, I get out of the bed. I get ready to go. She drives me home. We don't talk about it. I don't think she knows yet. Do you have a, do you, but like, how's that ride home? Are you like talking? Is it good? Is she telling you what you did last night? She's telling, she's asking me if I'm all right the entire ride home. She's just concerned. She's, She's concerned, disappointed, yeah. and concerned. I don't think she knows about the piss. She okay. I don't think she knows about the piss. Okay. I don't think that's a thing. I don't think she's aware of it. I'm trying to deny it in my own head. Okay. So she drives me home, and you know I go home. I've had I've got a headache for a week. I think I was con- concussed. Okay. But yeah, that was uh, that's my first nearly sexual experience. Okay, do you still talk to this girl? No, no. Did you ever add her on Facebook or anything? No. There's no way we could get a hold of her? Can we please just not? Is there a way we could? I mean, no. Man, I feel like that would be great. I feel like it's so absurd. You guys never hung out again? No, we never did. She texted me once or twice. You know what the part of the story I find difficult to believe? What part? You get so overwhelmed that you pass out. Oh, okay. There was a reason. Right, yeah, and I just don't feel comfortable talking about that. Okay. Um, so, after that, how have, uh, how have your experiences with women gone? And how has that affected Muhammad Patel... And that part of your life. I mean, I don't know. I'm still fine talking with women. Women are... The way that affected me was... I think I got cocky. I think I thought I could handle a situation I didn't... I obviously could not handle. I was lying from the start, you know. Was this... This was going to be your first sexual experience? Yes, this was going to be my first sexual experience. Okay. So you're very... You're like, oh, I've got this... I'm a champion, and I'm going to pretend I know what I'm doing. Right. And it's going to be awesome. Right. But then you get up to the plate, and you're like, what am I doing? I can't handle this. Right. Okay. 
That actually does make a lot of sense. Right. Because um, the stakes are high. She's a lot older than you. Yes. You've lied about how old you are. Yes. She has probably some expectations from you. Yeah. Um, and then you knock yourself out and piss all over her bed. Well, all over myself. Like, I'm on my back. So it's mostly on me. But if you're on... Oh, you're on your back. Yeah, I'm on yeah. my back. Okay. All right. So, all right, yeah, we'll keep going with that. How does that inform your um, your confidence with, like, women now? It's weird. So, like, at some point after that, I decided, um, all right, women are a thing out there in the world, but I think I need to figure myself out before I really start worrying about that. You it's know? wise. Wow. So I'm still trying to do that, I guess, you know. Yeah. You're not... You're not, uh, you're, you don't have, well, actually, I do know you do have Bumble. I, I have Bumble. Yeah, that's, uh. I had I, Bumble for a minute. Right. I think all of that is just, I don't, I don't really try to get anything out of that. That's all just a self-esteem thing for me. Explain that. If I get a match, I'm like, yeah, but I don't ever approach. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I do if I'm bored and I'll just be like. Ah, I wonder if I can mess with this girl. Yeah, just just get something going. Just yeah, see yeah, what's yeah, yeah flirt like I'm maybe. Bored. Again, don't know how to flirt, so just talk. Yeah. How are you? It's never like that, you know. That's a know, that's my line. That's your line, but you're you're noticeably you you're white and attractive. Yeah, it's nice being white. It's and it's got to be great, man. I yeah. I envy it. I know. Something I can do about it, buddy. You could. Get a tan. Oh, I look terrible. I look like a frat boy with a tan. Um, back to this isn't about me. This is your episode, Mohammed. <laughs> um, okay, so you're you're on Bumble, but you're just there. Well, Bumble is, I mean, you know, Tinder, Bumble, whatever. It's all it's Bumble, Tinder. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> whatever. I mean, we're all match plenty of fish. I don't even know. What I, the kids I, are doing. I don't do plenty of fish. Yeah, I don't either. Um. But, okay, interesting. So you're, that's actually, I think that's really, I, I can relate to that, and it's crazy. I, I think I felt the same thing when I was 20, but I didn't really know how to articulate it. Right. Like, you're really trying to figure out what you want to do in life, who you are as a person, mm-hmm. and the idea of attaching yourself to another person who has no idea who the hell they are. Right, and... Another thing is, I just feel like, I don't know. I don't know what I would do if I was thrown into that situation, right? I feel like I've got a lot I need to do already, you know? Yeah. Between work and school and comedy. Yeah. Just having another person and having to deal with another person's needs. Dude. Preaching to the choir. Right? Like... And I feel like another thing is I would just be way too reliant on that person. Just that's my personality, you know, and then I wouldn't be, if that ends, I wouldn't be able to handle that. You'd so be codependent? I'd be codependent right away. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe not codependent, but just definitely like, hey, uh, you remember that time we hung out and uh, we're not doing that now? Let's do that. Oh, you just become attached too quickly? Like, I don't know. I 
Dude, I get attached to other people's children. Like, that's my kind mm. of personality. That, that sounds creepy. No. no you, Nobody like, thinks you're a pedophile. Of course I'm not a pedophile. Yeah, you're fine. No, it's just like, I, yeah, like... I would, I'd compare it to being like attached to somebody else's dog, but you know that's not gonna happen. Yeah, you just like being around it. I just like, you know, it's like, ah, oh, you're a cool kid. This is fun. We're playing. We're having a good time. Yeah. So I, I just feel like I get attached to people in general really quickly. Yeah. And I feel like I like having somebody around because I'm not really used to that, and you know I wouldn't be able to handle that not being that again you know i couldn't handle going back to my everyday you know the withdrawal withdrawal yeah yeah that's interesting i'm because so we're similar but in that way i i don't like people around i'm like the opposite really i'm terrified of being alone i like i can't eat alone that's the thing i've got weird yeah i i hate like the only food I can eat alone is sandwiches because I feel like they're good for like they're a good size to eat alone. Okay, for me, I can't enjoy a meal unless I'm alone. Really? How? What are you thinking about when you're eating? How good my sandwich is? Really? You're you're because absor- I think eating is more social for me than it is uh, actually like enjoying the food. Like the food is great. Yeah. But I think it would be better if you could tell somebody else how great it is. I find that bizarre. Yeah, I, I think guess we all just, know how good Penn Station is when we're eating it. We don't need to be like, hey, is your sub good? It's like, yeah, it's of course. We're at Penn Station. We all like Penn Station. That's why we came here. Shut up and let me eat my sub. I don't know. I, I like to I, I like to grasp other people's taste. That's yeah. We're just different guys. Mm-hmm. But that's cool. That's cool that you, that you, um, you're abstaining because you know it's wise. Right. I feel like I'm abstaining. I don't know. I feel like I still, part of me is just like, I don't have time for this. I don't know what I would say to anybody. I don't know what that is, you know? Yeah, no, I feel that too. I'm like, what do you guys talk about? I don't have that much thing. I don't, I would bore people. Well, I don't know. I just, I, for me, it's not like. I don't have anything to talk about. I feel like I'm going to be a weirdo. They're going to think I'm weird. Okay. Okay. So you think they're going to think you're just, they're like, this guy's strange. I don't want to be around him. Right. I think they're going to be creeped out. They're going to think this guy is dangerous or like just, you know, yeah, a threat. And I, I'm not. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to come off as creepy. To Do you anybody. really feel that way? Yeah. You feel like people are going to be like this guy. Like I don't, this Muhammad guy, I don't know what, but he's up to something. I don't, not like up to something. I just think they're like, uh, he is creepy. I don't like him. He's awkward. He's uh, maybe not up to something, but I don't think he's on the same wavelength as everybody else. Okay. Just, we have a difficult time connecting to Muhammad. Yeah. I think Muhammad likes to do things that we would uh, consider faux pas, you know, like. Yeah. Interesting. See, yeah, I don't. I guess I did. I used to have a fear of people thinking I was boring, and then I, uh, and then I realized that um, maybe I am boring. Right. But that's I mean, okay. I mean, I don't know if it's like, I don't know if you're boring. I just don't think everybody. It's it, we're in a weird time right now, right? Everybody needs to be entertained right away all the time. 
Okay. Yeah, you don't think smartphones and quick laptop access is doing that? Yeah, no, that's true. I guess to me, I now I realize. I guess that sort of insecurity was um, realizing that to not find. We got to wrap up soon. I don't want to get too deep into this, but um, like not find validation in like being an entertaining person and feeling like I have to put on a show for people to be liked. Right. I don't know. I don't. My my whole fear is that I'm putting on too much of a show. Okay. Like I'm being. Oh, you got to tone it down to be I liked. feel like I've got to tone it down. But then when I think I'm at some point, I toned it down too much that I just I'm overanalyzing everything. Yeah. Right. Oh, I get that, too. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm overanalyzing everything. I feel like everybody hates me because they said one thing a few months ago. Yeah. Or uh, there's just an offhand comment. I just that just sits with me. So I just sit here and I look like, oh, God, I don't know how to interact as a person. When, when I deep down, I know how to do that. I, yeah. I've been a person before. Yeah. Yeah. You I know, think, right. Sorry, go on. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll just say, I'll say my piece and then you say your thing. And uh, I think, I think what that really says is you're like analyzing. I need to, I, you're like looking at everyone and you're like, I need to give these people the expectations they have of me. And I think you just, at the end of the day, you just need to be who you are and the people that respond well to it mm-hmm. are gonna be attracted to you and the people that are like repulsed by you, they're gonna just, it's not that they hate you, it's just that they're, you're not their kind of guy. Right, I don't know, for me it was weird. Like in high school I was around friends all the time. We had all our classes together. I went, my freshman year of high school, uh, my freshman year of college, uh, I was not put in a dorm, I was put off in off-campus housing about five blocks down the street, mile away. Mm-hmm. So it's not exactly a social environment. I feel like they do that to the uh, foreign kids or kids that look foreign. Maybe. You see, uh, the University of Cincinnati still sends me emails about how I am an international student. Yeah, it's probably the case. I have, I'm not an international student. I have yeah. a U.S. passport. I think it's bullshit that they still send me that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and it was not a social environment. I spent a lot of time alone freshman year, and that's when I started thinking, you know, what am I doing wrong? Why aren't people around me all the time? Yeah. So now I'm overanalyzing every situation. Yeah. And I think part of, I think you see that when I try to do stand up sometimes and it doesn't work, I just freeze up or just in situations where I'm just sitting there quiet or I say something awkward or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I think I, I think it's, you have the self-confidence to do stand-up comedy and that, I, I think that in and of itself, I've never seen you as a the type of person that feels insecure. I don't know if it's self-confidence or uh, self-esteem, right? Whatever it is, it strikes me as a confident person. Right. I don't know. You didn't see me. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if I do stand up confidently, though, you know? 
Right, but whatever it is, I feel like whether it's kind of awkward. Yeah, you, it still takes that much to get up there, I guess is what you're saying. Yeah, I feel like when people get bored of um, normal social anxiety, they start to make a performance out of it. Right. Uh, Literally, think, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So I feel like you've transcended, but maybe not. I don't know, man. Let's just, uh, I'll try to get to that nirvana. You'll get there. I think you're fine now. You click pretty well. I mean, I feel like when you're hanging out with the guys, you're pretty cool. I guess so. I don't know. Do you feel comfortable in that group? No, man. I don't feel comfortable anywhere. Really? Yeah. Huh. yeah. You seem comfortable, if that means anything to you. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate that. I uh, I don't know. I just, um, I'm, always, I'm always caught up in my own head, and I think a lot of it is just in my own head. Yeah. It's all going on up there, and... So you think that, people are thinking things and they're not. Right. Yeah, like um, uh, a while back I had this constant fear that uh, everybody hates me, but they're just too nice to say anything about it, which is bizarre, right? Not really. No? Man, we have to wrap. We'll talk about this later, but I had that today. You had that today? I had that well, today. We'll talk about it well, later. Before we, but yes. before we wrap, I just think it's bizarre to assume that people are that motivated to hide that from you, or people are that good to just not openly just be oh, shitty. It's, and it's very narcissistic. Yeah, yeah. I think we all think that people think about us way more than well, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, whether it's every, positive or negative. I think everybody else is just also caught up in their own head. Oh, yeah, we all are. All right. I mean, we're the center of our own universe. Right. Like, like I didn't I didn't think about Muhammad's day all day today. I thought about Joey's day all day today. Dude, can I tell you something before we wrap up? Yeah. Uh there was a point <laughs> We're never going to wrap up. <laughs> there was there's a there was a point in my life where I thought everybody else was just a figment in my imagination cuz all I could grasp is my reality. Oh yeah. And I thought everybody I'm just creating everybody else and I'm just in a catatonic state somewhere in a closet in oh, the yeah. fucking sanitarium. The 13-year-old boy existential crisis. Yeah, I was 13 when I thought that yeah <laughs> uh, it wasn't last week all right. right I'm real God made me God made me too all yeah. right That's okay it. do you uh do you have any dates to plug dates to plug <laughs> yeah man there's uh besides the cat skeller uh, the cat scaler that will be back and better than ever because we're getting people booked. Fl- we're booking flights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know if I have any dates to plug. Uh, follow me on Twitter at uh, Motown Twenty Two, please. I you got Instagram? Instagram too. I don't know what the Instagram handle is. Look up Muhammad Patel. Um, you need a you need a agent, man. Do you have an agent? No, of course, no, of course not. Of course you that don't. That was a joke. Do I have an agent? <laughs> All right, yeah, but just uh, look me up on social media or don't. I don't care. Please Do it. just love me. All right. All Thanks. right. Thanks, Muhammad. Later.